0: Classical. Hi everyone. I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. And we are kicking it off this week with episode two of Animal Farm. We are indeed. And. uh Full disclosure, I did not write notes and we're just kind of going through the book, so we will give it a ban. We will. I read Maybe. the note ban, so we'll give it a go. And I've had two glasses of wine. <laughs> Woo! But I went to go see our parents um, today mm. and mum was determined to give me spoilers. Not on purpose, but she was like, oh, and then this scene happened when this happened. I was like, mother, stop! Mother, why, why must you be like this? And she's like, oh yes, I mustn't tell you yet. I'm like, yeah, But sure. to discuss scenes, where we finished. So the animals have booted the humans out of the farm. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the end of the book, as you said last time. And that was the end, and they lived happily ever after, and what do they call it, animalism? Uh, That's their belief, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, Manor Farm, I don't think they've christened it Animal Farm, yet, but I feel that's fairly, you know, it's incoming, it's on its way. So, this is me casting a prediction for the rest Mm. of the book. They've kicked the humans out of Manor Farm, so they've taken over, they're gonna call it Animal Farm. Yeah. What the fuck happens to them? So they're just gonna like, can we, can I, can I get my toothbrush? No, you like, fucking can't because okay. you abused us. Okay. Get, covered? get ye, gone, Jones. We... Do I fucking stutter? So Ram, they... stick your horn up his ass. But like, I'm just coming at this from a realistic point of view. If my dog, not that she would, my dog's a nice girl right? and she's she is happy. If my dog kicked me out of my house, no, <laughs> like, I'm the growing up, and I'm taking my house back. You'll see. <laughs> so they kill them. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <I'm just, I'm laughs> so Mr. Jones, like, on about the third night of like sleeping rough, like, I'm not, I'm not having this. I've been kicked out by my pigs. <laughs> by my pig, I'm taking my house. by my fucking pigs. <laughs> and the two big um, horses. I think he could. I think Mr. Jones would be like, I reckon I can sweet talk. What was the sweet one called? The girly one? Button? No, it's Molly, I think. Molly, Yeah, Molly. And so he'll be like, I've got some sugar lumps. I'll get Molly on my side and I'll be fine. She's just upset. But to be fair, Molly would come back and they'd be like, Molly, fuck off, you're one of them. Well, he doesn't know that. Mr. Jones doesn't know that. He's just oh yeah, honest. to be fair. He doesn't give a shit. He's, a, he's yeah. an abusive fuck, remember? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I can get Molly on my side. That's not a problem. It's just the pigs they've got to worry about and they're pigs. I have a gun. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. So. For the first few minutes, hello nine (laughs) nine nine. So please, what's your emergency? My My pigs kicked me out of my house. (laughs) That's what they said. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like you can't like prank call nine nine nine, but almost worth it. (laughs) But also, just that moment, like, what do we do? Call the police? We've been evicted from our house unlawfully by the pigs. (laughs) Yeah, the police now would just be like, oh, ha 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 oh, oh, oh. ha That's, oh That's the pick from Shrek. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like how I'm just getting fixated on this idea of like, what happened to the Joneses? And they just, that moment when they get chased out, like, that was weird. <laughs> also, Mrs. Jones was in bed, wasn't she? No, <laughs> Daisy, not Daisy. Molly just comes on a smack her. Oh, Molly, would you like a sugar? (laughs) No! No! (laughs) 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 This is intense. Sorry, it's like, although we've started on a tangent, but I feel like this links quite well into that that boundary that you come to sometimes in life where you're a nice person, you don't want to hurt animals, and you don't Mm. want to hurt your pets. (laughs) Yeah. But that does not apply the other way around sometimes. Or your pets want to hurt you? <laughs> yes. So we had a cat called Luna a while ago, a, while ago, a few years ago, when yeah. um, I still lived at home. Yeah. And Luna was a bit feral anyway. She was quite a wild thing, but mm. she was nice. She was all right. Mm. Um, but She's she had beautiful. Kitten- she was beautiful. She was a beautiful tortoiseshell. Mm. Um, but she had kittens, and um, you know, she was nice. She, we we loved her kittens. They all like lived happy lives and everything. They're great. Um. But we had, like, I don't know if anyone remembers those fur real friends, but, like, I had all those toy pants and it had a little motor mm, in the back mm. and it moved and it kind of made, like, mewling noises. Mm. But I remember finding it one day when I was sat up in my room and Luna was in the room as well. And I remember turning on being like, oh, I remember this. And Luna flipped her fucking mm. shit. Clearly she thought, like, you know, we were attacking one of her babies. Um, but she proper went for James, mm-hmm. like proper sank her legs at uh, her, her legs. legs. <laughs> <laughs> Surrendered. She, so, she like, entered like, him. She sank her teeth- Her teeth and claws into his leg and like proper attacked him and he had to like proper shake her off. Yeah, he did. I remember. And then she was like <gasps> sat there like in front of the stairs, like panting. Yeah, she And was. so it was that moment we were like, obviously we don't want to hurt her. We're not going to hurt her. But she will hurt us. <laughs> Do you know what the story I thought you were going to tell was? What? Until he jumped for the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking decked her. I'm going to get you reported, reported. by RSPCA. So, yeah. She was fine. And then all of us were like, you just punched Tilly. And you were like, look, we've only got one block of cheese. We've created it. If I hadn't decked her, there'd be no cheese for dinner. And then who'd be crying? Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I did I had to do. She didn't even whimper. And this is the most no, dramatic dog in the world. And it was a reflex action of just, I put the cheese on the table. And she was quite a sprightly dog. And she jumped up. And I said, went, no. <laughs> and kind of... <laughs> Punted up. <laughs> she just paused for a minute. Like, I am defeated. <laughs> <laughs> and just slithered off the table it's like, like immortal combat when you deliver like the, the fatal yeah like oh fate <laughs> the, the worst one I did to Tilly that I did feel guilty about was when she was a full on puppy and she was still like in her teething stage yeah. and she like she nipped me a bit hard and I was like that's naughty mm. so I picked her up to put her outside to be like you get a timeout out too hard Yeah. and she tried to run back in the house as I closed the door and I closed her paw in the door by accident of course oh. but obviously she freed out just then i'm like my baby no. but no i did punch her in the face and felt zero regrets <laughs> she didn't care she's just like oh no cheese. Like, yeah her. she was like that's so valid if we tried to steal her food at <laughs> a moment they would to me and like punch the dog move on and then I was like did you just punch tilly in the face like i punched debbie in the face once i know that was more founded <laughs> so that was another one of our cats and she pounced on me in the middle of the yeah. night so i reflexed and punched her in the face <laughs> Again, not harsh. It fine. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's weird. But in my defense, I was being attacked. <laughs> like, in my defense, you totally started it. In <laughs> my defense, you punched me. Right, we've rambled for seven minutes. Yeah. I've not even read the first line of the next <laughs> You've got an insight into how I have punched some animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So All I'm saying, this is what I not understand, Mr. Jones. Just go punch <laughs> a pig. It's <laughs> going fucking yeet a pig i don't get it I'm just twat it. a pig and I'm, not, I'm not letting the animals have my house <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not gonna happen no <laughs> we need to get on to anyway, like yeah. yeah so um so yeah for the first few minutes uh, the animals couldn't believe their good fortune and they just um <laughs> they just Galloped around the farm, be like, yay! Oh my God, and, and then they started um to uh, try and like remove all signs of like men on the farm or like you know, mankind, humanism. And so like they start getting rid of like the horses' nose rings, the bits, uh, the dog chains, the knives with with which Mister Jones um had been used to castrate the pigs oh. and lambs. So that moment, he's like, I'm going back. I'm going to go back into my house. That pig's got the castration knife in it. They can have it. They, they can have, it. It. They can have you it. can have it. You can have it. You can have the farm. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> The reins, the halters, the blinkers, the degrading nose bags. And um, they just... Oh, nose bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. the horses with like the seed in it. Grain. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they set fire to it all. <laughs> Along with the whips. That's an important one. How did these animals light a match? For the benefit of the podcast... My hand is in the shape of a trotter, and oh, and then a chicken comes along with the match in its mouth because they've broken into the farmhouse, and goes, "There you go, Mr. Pig, in your trotter, eat tenses." <laughs> 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 Sorry, I've got my trotter in the air, and I'm just laughing <laughs> maniacally, <laughs> <you're like> laughing, <laughs> laughing in Trotter Italian. <laughs> get a photo of that <laughs> and then a boxer has got his hoof on the matchbox and then he comes along and strikes. <laughs> Detailable. but this is what i mean like a lot of humanism things are designed well <laughs> for the opposable thumbs yeah like it comes a point where you're like well you can't turn the shower on <laughs> I, think, I think a goose could <laughs> nice part. If anyone could hear that from Katie. <laughs> just, just, well you know, I'd lock the door and be like, "Well, you can't turn the key. <laughs> I think a goose could <laughs> I'm telling you there was a <laughs> just to spend belief, Katie. Okay, they did these things, okay. Aww, what? A snowball also threw onto the fire the ribbons with which the horses manes and <laughs> <No>! tails. <entailed. laughs> had usually, be, usually been decorated on market days ribbons he said should be considered as clothes which are the mark of a human being all animals should go naked what was the other horse name like or something boxer. Boxer, boxer let it go Marley. <laughs> let it go let it go let it go when boxer heard this he fetched the small straw hat which he wore in summer to keep the flies out of his ears and flung it on the fire with the rest boxer just wants to be part of animalism like i'll oh, get rid of mine too but it has a use boxer yeah. your poor fly ears if he gets fly strike fucking out poor boxer like why oh my god he's too cute he's half red. <laughs> uh so then napoleon the pig leads them all to the great name for a pig mm-hmm. leads them all to the store shed and um basically says everyone's on double rations brilliant great and they all have a nice sing-song of beasts of england so you know that was nice I have another question on yeah but might get answered later on mm-hmm. i agree with the further I agree with the foundations of communism, okay? (laughs) Um, I agree that, you know, they're getting rationed and they're hungry and they want to up their rations. Mm. Mr. Jones does buy the food, though, and that is going to run out. It is. As long as it's getting covered. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, they filed back out to the farm buildings after they've all had a nice little eat and halted in silence outside the door of the farmhouse. That was theirs, too. But they were frightened to go inside. Well, they haven't gone into the farmhouse yet. Well, how the fuck they light the fire? <laughs> Maybe he had a bonfire heap. In fact, I think it might be the bonfire heap. And he kept matches outside for his evening pipe. I think you've just made that up to fill the plot hole. <laughs> I think you're catching at straws. Much like a pig! <laughs> How these animals know how to make fire. Because <laughs> they're smart. um So anyway, they go into the um farmhouse and they're gazing about with a kind of awe at the unbelievable luxury. At the beds, the feather them, mattresses. Then going back on animals. I'm like, yeah, should we just take this over and just enjoy the cuminousness? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, have a feather mattress. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, they had looking glasses, a, a horsehair sofa. Sounds itchy. I mean, that sounds firm. Yeah. Uh, the brussels carpet they had a carpet made of brussels sprouts i don't fucking know um a picture of queen victoria over the drawing room mantelpiece and they were just coming down the stairs when molly was discovered to be missing going back the others found that she had remained behind in the best bedroom she had taken a piece of blue ribbon from mrs jones's dressing table and was holding it against her shoulder and admiring herself in the glass in a very foolish manner no what annoying she's the, the, very much my colour oh, she's others, too cute I want her I know. if anything happens to Molly <laughs> punch someone the others punch were, a pig <laughs> <laughs> the others <laughs> reproached her sharply no. and they went outside some hams hanging in the kitchen were taken out for burial fair I wonder what you're going to go with that so they took the hams for dinner don't tell the pigs what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pigs that took it. Um, and the barrel of beer in the scullery was stove in with a kick from Boxer's hoof. Otherwise, nothing in the house was touched. A unanimous resolution was passed on the spot that the farmhouse should be preserved as a museum. All were agreed that no animal must ever live there. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yes. Oh, really surprised me. <laughs> What's I mean, I get why they want to bury the, um, the, the, the ham. Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with the beer? Oh um, no! It was one of um, old no ages. Yeah, uh, no alcoholism. <laughs> it was just no animal should drink alcohol. Remove temptation. It was like no animal should engage in trade. No animal should wear clothes. No animal should sleep in a bed, and no animal should um, drink alcohol because these are the creation of man and oh, therefore okay, evil. Fair yeah. I was like, what? What animals in the beer? <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't do what humans do. You. you are not humans. You are animals. You are better um right the pigs now revealed that uh they've been very busy the last three months and had taught themselves to read and write that's good wow wow is that not humanism uh is this the start uh read and write from an old spelling book which had belonged to mr jones's children to be fair can you imagine how much you'd fucking shit i'm taking my fucking file back that pig is reading a book reading the book. but also like walking down like. and like seeing um a sign that says okay this is a spoiler it's not come up yet but seeing a sign that says oh it's literally like the next line um so snowball for it was snowball who had the best who was the best at writing took a brush between the two knuckles of his trotter much like a match <laughs> <me>. <laughs> painted out manor farm from the top bar of the gate and in its place painted animal farm oh my god you'd fucking shit wouldn't you That'd be so creepy. It'd be so gross. <laughs> just like a pig painting animal farm and they're just looking at you like, I'm oh, fucking what? <laughs> 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 so like, fair I take it back I understand why Mr Jones is just sort of like Let them have it Let them, Let have, them, them, them have it Jesus Fucking have it Christ um, They also wrote up uh, The Seven Commandments for Animalism As set down oh by God, Old Major Oh you would just be like Fucking have it Jesus yes. <laughs> Oh so we're going to go through The Seven Commandments now Whatever goes upon two legs Is an enemy Whatever goes upon four legs Or has wings Is Get a friend chicken boys in there Yeah exactly I see you chicken boy I see you chicken boy Chicken boy Uh, is a friend no animal shall wear clothes no animal shall sleep in a bed no animal shall drink alcohol no animal shall kill any other animal all animals are equal sounds good doesn't it? It was all very neatly written. I would like to wear clothes, and I would like to drink alcohol. (laughs) But apart from that, you know, I would like to sleep in a bed. Oh, I would like to sleep in a bed. Yeah, yeah. I I do like an ice bed. It was very neatly written, except that friend was written friend, and one of the S's was the wrong way round, Mm -hmm. and the spelling was correct all the way through. Other than that, Snowball read it aloud for the benefit of the others. All the animals nodded in complete agreement, and the cleverest ones at once began to learn the commandments by hard now nah, hard hard <laughs> now comrades cried snowball everyone imagine a trotter in the air <laughs> uh, throwing down the paintbrush to the hayfield let us make it a point of honor to get in the harvest more quickly than jones and his men could do ah, so have, to have still, a chill
1: day are you
0: uh, still working yeah because i I presume, let's presume, it is a grain harvest and they're gonna harvest that grain oh, to make food. food. Yeah. Okay, I can understand that. Let's presume yeah, that, because they, um, Old Major before was like, we could live off the land, but yeah. they use us and sell that food for other humans. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm a- we could just gobble it. You're like, okay, Marshall, I got it! I got it! I got it! I need the concept of living off the land! <laughs> That was a scary noise. Um, uh, But at this moment, the three cows, who had seemed uneasy for some time, set up a loud lowing. They had not been milked for 24 hours, and their udders were almost (laughs) busting. After a little thought, the pigs sent for buckets and milked the cows fairly successfully, their trotters being well adapted to this task. Creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Just like (laughs) one... Udder between the The trotters It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> creepy Can you imagine that moment being like Snowball <sighs> Milk me Milk me uh, Mrs Daisy Mrs. Daisy, I've, I've never read <laughs> Milk me Milk me like a little <laughs> bitch Just Don't look at me while you do it <laughs> Yeah you like that dude I said don't make it weird <laughs> Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, they, they milk all of that, and soon there were five buckets of frothing, creamy milk, at which many of the animals looked with considerable interest. "'What is going to happen to all that milk?' said someone. "'Jones used to sometimes mix it in with some of our mash,' said one of the hens. "'Never mind the milk, comrades,' cried Napoleon, placing himself in front of the buckets. "'That will be attended to. The harvest is more important. Comrade- "'We're gonna drink at the fuckers!' "'Comrade Snowball will lead the way. I shall follow in a few minutes <laughs> you bastard forward comrades the hay is waiting so the animals trooped down to the hay field to begin the harvest and when they came back in the evening it was noticed that the milk had disappeared bastard what happened to equality yeah what happened to all animals be equal not fair not fair fucking napoleon that is why dictators suck <laughs> yeah exactly that's just why dictators don't get on that's why we don't like dictators but why yeah. communism as a theory is actually pretty sad exactly not <sighs> how they toiled and sweated to get the hay in but their efforts were rewarded for the harvest was even a bigger success than they had hoped So basically they got a massive harvest in, I think in like half the time that the humans managed to do it normally. Mm. Um, The pigs did not actually work, but directed and supervised the others. Fuck what happened pigs? to uh, all animals are equal eh? Uh, in the end yeah they finished the harvest in two days less than it had usually taken jones and his men to do it and yeah it was the biggest and the best and oh, brilliant great um, so boxer was the admiration of everybody he had been a hard worker even in jones's time but now he seemed more like three horses than one there were days when the entire work of the farm seemed to rest on his mighty shoulders from morning to night he was pushing and pulling Aww. always at the spot where the The work was the hardest. His answer to every problem, every setback was, I will work harder, which he had adopted as his personal motto. No! I love Mm. Boxer. He's so fucking just dropped out of exhaustion, isn't he? Mm. I will work harder. No! Have a break! Have Have some milk! Have some milk! Have a ribbon! I was about to say that. Would you like a ribbon, Boxer? Molly, it was true, was not good at getting up in the mornings. (laughs) molly and me yeah exactly um (laughs) and now snowball and napoleon it started to like kind of be noticed a bit that um their leading styles are quite different so snowball and napoleon were by far the most active in the debates but it was noticed that these two were never in agreement Mm. so was it it was napoleon who drank the milk wasn't it Awesome. Well, yeah, because Snowball went to help in the field with everyone else, yeah. and the Paroleans stayed behind. And then when they got back, there was no milk. Um So the pigs had set aside the harness room as headquarters for themselves to do all their kind of thinking about things. What um, happened to equality? Mr. I know, Pig? They're they're also studying like human trades, like blacksmithing and carpentry. Why do you need to study that? I thought the trading wasn't a thing. I know, right? So thought trade wasn't a thing, you fucking pigs. <laughs> (laughs) maybe boxer you should work hard to just get rid of the pigs yeah just just kill a couple of pigs so um, oh and then they want to do like a re-education committee the object of this was to tame rats and rabbits and the whiter wool movement for the sheep and various others besides sounds like fucking um, racism (laughs) oh no Uh, basically it's all kind of like we're going to get rid of everything that the humans did and do it fucking better so they use the um, sheep's wool but we're going to have fucking whiter wool because we can like we're in charge the so we won't get messy. that is another point though. Mm. The sheeps do need shearing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a trotter is up to the job. No. But sheeps do need to be sheared. Maybe the chickens can nip at it. <laughs> Maybe the rats can gnaw it. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh, on the whole all of these projects were a failure (laughs) the attempt to tame the wild creatures for instance broke down almost immediately Uh, they continued to behave very much as before and when treated with generosity simply took advantage of it this is what I was talking about sounds like the pigs to (laughs) me this is what I was talking about last time with the cat the cat joined the re-education committee and was very active in it for some days she was seen one day sitting on a roof and talking to some sparrows who were just out of her reach she was telling them that all animals were now comrades and that any sparrow who chose could come and perch on her paw but the sparrows kept their distance just come and land on my paw we're friends that's literally what nibs does like when she let that mouse go under the fridge and she i was like no you brought it in you fucking take it out and she just sat there with her paw out like no, it didn't work. Goodbye now. It's your problem. Oh, get into my paw. Oh, it didn't. Oh, I'm bored now. I'm bored. now. It's your problem. The reading and writing classes, however, were a great success. By the autumn, almost every animal on the farm was literate in some degree. That's cool. So like reading and writing ain't that hard. Animals can just pick it up. That is nice. That's nice. Not... What was that fucking problem? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Molly refused to learn any but six letters, which spelt her own name. <laughs> I have so much respect Molly's me with the months <laughs> we told the month story? I don't know So a little while ago When we did a bin It must have been like It was the last um, Well our last gig before lockdown So it must be 2020 I meant more well, the a month oh. You wouldn't know that though would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so asking the wrong person mate it, it was March yeah it was March it was the 8th of March yeah. that was weirdly accurate yeah. um, anyway it was the 8th of March my birthday's in April and I was like oh yeah it's not long to my birthday now and was like mm-hmm, two months and I was like no nope. I got a smack at that point i want to point out <laughs> I was like you don't know what my fucking birthday is you bitch <laughs> yeah. um, and you're like Yes, I do. It's it. Uh, cause, also, because um, our dad always gets mine and Tom's birthdays, and my, our brother's confused because I'm the 16th of April and he's the 17th of May, and it annoys me. Yeah. Um, so I'm like Nobody's children are born, goddammit, it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. um, so I thought you were doing that, and I was like, rude. Um, and I was like, no. And you're like, I know your birthday's in April. And I was like, so it's next month. And you're like, no, it's two months, Katie. And I was like, it's <laughs> the master. fucking arrogance of me while I know I struggle. <laughs> so, I was like, Marsha, what do you think's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, it goes March, May, April. And Katie went, no, it doesn't. And I thought with all my might, and I said, it's February in there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh! Like I thought you were just rude, but turns out you're just a whole lot of (laughs) love. Like wow, do you need help? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) do you have a carrot with you? (laughs) (laughs) That was a. February, and they're like, ah! Oh. And then I said, <laughs> oh my God, I think this is how this came about. I said, Well, people who have months, uh, birthdays later in the year, you learn that the uh, months up to your birthday because you know, like, you're the sixth month or whatever. I was, and I, then Kate, Kate interrupted me. She was like, So you only care about your own birthday, so you only learn the first month because you're born in January. And I was like, Your birthday. <laughs> months for us? <laughs> I can do it reciting it's just when like you know. Quick what's, what's the month after this one? September. What's the month before this one? July. Alright. Alright. It's that May April March bit that really gets I mean, me and October November December. How can you get those ones confused? That's the best time of the year. It's just there's September Disney. then October. Yes. Might have been November. <laughs> No, because it has to go Halloween, then bonfire night. Yeah, have you applied logic? (laughs) You're crazy. I feel like I just have a very, like, intuitive approach towards the month. And so I'm just like, it feels like it should be October. But sometimes I'm wrong. (laughs) You do well with one of those, like, lunar calendars. Like, traditional calendars have (laughs) never agreed with me. So I just kind of follow the moon. I also get, because obviously... The seasons have to transition. So I get a little bit confused. Like, so it would get to the end of October, but it would still feel autumny. And I'm Mm like, is it September again? You're weird. (laughs) I've got a real blind spot with it. So I don't remember how we got. Into that. Oh yeah, because Molly only learned six letters. I have so Five. <laughs> I know. I thought that when I read it. That was a good. Katie okay, turned to good fox. I, I really. Ha- I was like cramping my stomach. Something chronic. <laughs> it's not like a good one. It was. She's here what David said. <says. laughs> so I'm in a new relationship and when you're like getting more comfortable with them so um he was at mine this morning before I had to go to work and I thought he brushed his teeth I had my coffee so I went for my coffee poo I opened the door and he was there with a toothbrush in his mouth and I was like oh and so I just kind of fled and um then he came out and my bathroom's not got any windows and he was like that bathroom should really have an extractor fan and I was like oh it does and he was like want to use it sometime (laughs) I thought, you yeah. brushed, I thought you already brushed so. I thought you were done. <laughs> you, did, you did get got, eh? I did get got. Um, um, right, where's the word? She said you six letters. Five. Oh, yeah. After M-O-L-I-E. Five, Katie. I'm oh, sorry. I assumed that is five. It's yeah, I know. Oh, I was checking and I was like, yeah, you got it right. It's like a checky. I actually check thought it was M-O-L-L-Y, which I'll show you for. Yeah, no, no yeah. yeah. I was wow. like, well, I know. Well, yeah, Marsha, you're reading it. Yeah, it's not so impressive now, is it? <laughs> I don't know how she's spelling Molly. <laughs> um, so after much thought, Snowball declared that the Seven Commandments could in effect be reduced to a single maxim. This is basically because not all the animals can remember them and they were mm. getting a bit confused. So the single maxim, namely, four legs good... Two legs bad. Gonna fuck up the chickens. Mm, poor chickens. Uh, This, he said, contained the essential principle of animalism. Chicken's like, what about chicken bra? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, What about me? (laughs) Oh, no, no, they they addressed that. And um, so the birds at first objected, since it seemed to them that they had also two legs. But Snowball proved to them that this was not so. A bird's wing, comrades, he said, is an organ of propulsion and not of manipulation. It should therefore be regarded as a leg. The distinguishing mark of a man is the hand, the instrument with which he does all his mischief. mischievous hands. The birds did not understand Snowball's long words, but they accepted his explanation, and all the humbler animals set to work to learn the new maxim by heart. Four legs good, two legs bad. Very, very good. What if they make friends with a three-legged dog? Three legs aren't in it, are they? I guess it's if you just have two legs. Anything more than two. All right. All right. One. (laughs) Millipedes. Millipedes are in. (laughs) They're fucking in. So uh, Napoleon took no interest in Snowball's committees. Him, like, you know bringing up this maxim, and he said that the education of the young was more important than anything that, that could be done for those who had already grown up with humans. And it so happened that Jessie and Bluebell had both whelped soon after the hay harvest, uh, which, they got an arm. Yeah. <laughs> and their two um, dogs, giving birth between them to nine sturdy puppies. Yay! As soon as they were weaned, Napoleon took them away from their mothers. No! Oh, so Jessie and Bluebell are both girls. Oh, whelp must just mean were impregnated anyway um saying uh, that he would make himself responsible for their education he took them up into the loft which could only be reached by a ladder from the harness room and there he kept them in such seclusion that the rest of the farm soon forgot their existence i bet jesse and bluebell didn't can i have my children yeah exactly i in the dark do you remember when you took my babies do you remember when this whole kind of thing started about how humans took away our children yeah exactly and clover's like i remember oh clover over. <laughs> the mystery of where the milk—such mil- lovely names! I know. the mystery of where the milk went was soon cleared up. It was mixed every day into the pigs' mash, bastards, uh, little, piggies. <laughs> <laughs> little piggies, little piggies. <laughs> Oh, I know why they call you Mr. Pig. <laughs> you greedy. You're you coming back to the farm being like, I will not be kicked out. And then seeing them at like, oh, you little know piggies. Do oh, you know you little know piggies? That's for everyone, you bastards. <laughs> 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 me so You little piggies? little <laughs> piggies. <laughs> I think it's because it's obviously like symbolic of um, the corruption in government and everything. I'm not trying to make it clever, I'll just call it a bit. Again, that is like the fundamental bit of it, like, you greedy little pig. Like when the when the bass drops and it's the kidneys, they're like (laughs) shearing away, like crying, when the metaphor hits just right. going to make that mean. Oh, God. Um, Here, yeah, I was put into the pig's mash. The early apples were now ripening, and the grass of the orchard was littered with windfalls. The animals had assumed, as a matter of course, that these would be shared out equally. One day, however, the order went forth that all the windfalls were to be collected and brought to the harness room for the use of the pigs. Fuck you, Pigs. Mm-hmm. pigs. At this, some of the other animals murmured, but it was no use. All the pigs were in full agreement on this point, even Snowball and Napoleon. Squealer was sent to make the necessary explanations to the others. Now, this is like... Squealer's you, the one who's good at explaining. Smoothing. Smoothing. Bullshitting. Yeah. Right. Comrade... Oh, wait. He's got a squeaky... Comrades! Comrade! Comrades! The real reason everyone's like, oh, fine, just please stop talking. Yeah. exactly. you not imagine, I hope, that that we pigs are doing this in a spirit of selfishness and privilege many of us actually dislike milk and apples I dislike them myself our sole object in taking these things is to preserve our health milk and apples, this has been proved by science comrades contain substances absolutely necessary to the well-being of a pig we pigs are brain workers the whole management and organisation of this farm what management. On us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, in the back. Too many things. I'm just there with Molly like, where's Molly's ribbons? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and what management? Piggies! <laughs> you greedy little piggies. Right, take that human out. <laughs> I'm taking Molly with me. I'm taking Molly with me. Come on, Molly. We'll go write your name in ribbons. Day and night we are watching over your welfare. <laughs> piggies. piggies. <laughs> we drink that milk and eat those apples. Do you know what would happen if we pigs failed in our duty? Jones would come back. Yes, James would come back, surely, comrades, cried Squealer, almost pleadingly, skipping from side to side and whisking his tail. Surely no one among you who wants to see Jones come back. Now if that was, was like I wouldn't mind seeing Jones. Exactly. I hey, miss that guy. <laughs> I liked him. He stroked my hair. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> Personally, I like him. <laughs> uh, now, if there was one thing that the animals were completely certain of, it was that they did not want Jones back. When it was put to them in this light, they had no more to say. Uh, Sorry, no. <laughs> the importance of keeping the pigs in goo- uh. gucci. Wow, those pigs are really fancy. <laughs> I apologise, guys, because there is like a limit to how many burps are funny, but. Uh, we had a lot of dinner. Anyway, uh, when it was put to them in this light, they had no more to say. The importance of keeping the goods in, uh, the, p- kids, the pigs in good health was all too obvious. So it was agreed without further argument that the milk and the windfall apples, and also the main crop of apples when they ripened, hey! should be reserved for the pigs alone. That's not fair. Here I've written something very insightful at the bottom. Did you write piggies? <laughs> you greedy little piggies. are <laughs> oh, you greedy little piggies? <laughs> I wrote pigs are butts. <laughs> Very insightful. That's a real comment on the government. Oh no, oh no. Oh, you greedy little piggies. (laughs) Greedy little piggies. That's what we should call this episode. Sorry, it's really (laughs) crap. Right, every day Snowball and Napoleon sent out flights of pigeons whose instructions were to mingle with the animals on neighbouring farms, telling them the story of the rebellion and teach them the tune of Beasts of England. Mm. Poor Jones has already told everyone down the pub. Right? Yeah, exactly. What, what might you might... to your form, mate. I don't want to talk about it. That's Have you funny. read this book? Most of the time Mr. Jones had spent sitting in the tap room of laugh. the red flag. <laughs> Sorry, how fucking creepy was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, almost to the word. Um, at Wellington compl- <laughs> That was creepy. It's just that you sympathize with Mr. Jones. <laughs> You're like, like, if I'd been turfed out by a greedy little piggy, <laughs> I'd find myself in the local pub with my fellow farmers and they'd say, oh, I did this on my farm today, what about you, Jonesy?" And I'd be like, there was my point, like, you don't know the meaning of farming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was a farmer once. And I told you that was organised. They was organised, I told you, I told everyone is, you don't <laughs> believe me. He would complain to anyone who would listen of the monstrous injustice he had suffered in being turned out of his property by a pack of good-for-nothing animals. <laughs> Well, they're good for something. They're good for like, your entire fucking livelihood, Sunshine. Exactly. They're good at turfing you out, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they seem to be real good at keeping you up your property. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, soon, uh, the tune of Beasts of England was known everywhere. It spread with astonishing speed. The human beings could not contain their rage when they heard this song, though they pretended to think it was merely ridiculous so they're trying to like uh, the humans are trying to suppress the spreading of the rebellion Uh, but uh, that's embarrassing (laughs) and when the human beings listened to it they secretly trembled hearing in in it a prophecy of their future doom just mm. be nice to your animals yeah. Early in October when the corn was cut and stacked Some of it already threshed A flight of pigeons came whirling through the air And alighted in the yard of Animal Farm In the wildest excitement Jones and all his men With half a dozen others from Foxwood and Pinchfield Neighbouring farms Had entered the five barred gate And were coming up the cart track that led to the farm Oh it's going to be a right a below They're going to have <laughs> I got, You know what they're going to have They're going to have a barney in the barn <laughs> they were all carrying sticks except jones who was marching ahead with a gun gun in his hands katie's like i said this is what i would do Uh, i mean yeah why wouldn't you (laughs) i don't agree i'm kind of more on the other side don't get me wrong guys i'm just saying if i were turf my dog turf me out of my house i mean i would never hurt her but i would also not let her turf me out of my house you could go and give her a clip around the ear hog don't be so silly you greedy little piggy (laughs) I do you know what I do sometimes? <laughs> he came back and chocolate like eating all the cheese. I was there on the floor bloated. <laughs> you greedy little piggy, <laughs> piggy. greedy little piggy. Because you questionable, are questionable, I'm going to go take you get your stomach up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told the story about the mince pies. I don't do you know, know the story? There's so, many stories of when that you you said I won't so say spoilers. We have um well we have, we have a dog chocolate, and um, then my partner had a sister's dog. Yeah, did as well. well. And they were both at um James's parents house and we'd gone out for the afternoon, came back and there was an empty pack of um mince pies on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um clearly been eaten by the dogs. Uh, <laughs> mince pies if you're not aware are toxic to dogs because raisins. Um so we were like Fuck. Mince pies are poisonous. Poisonous too. Dogs, dogs, <laughs> boys, <laughs> boys. Uh, that's uh return to Oz, even no though. <laughs> that's that reference. <laughs> um, obviously, we hadn't seen the dogs eat them, so we we're like, "Fuck! We'll just have to get both their stomachs pumped." So we did. And poor little chocolate dog hadn't eaten any of them. It was all Beanie, and so poor Chalky got her tummy pumped for nothing, and she was sad. Poor Chucky. Just always there, like, "Oh, I haven't been no no no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. And Beanie. You greedy little piggy. <laughs> you greedy little piggy? You're like 12 mince pies, you shit! Well <laughs> the size of one! Yeah, exactly. She's like, pot chihuahua. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, Mr. Jones has got a gun. Obviously, they were going to attempt to recapture the farm. This had, had long been expected, and all the preparations had been made. Oh my God. S- mm, Snowball, who had studied an old book of Julius Caesar's campaigns, <laughs> which <This> is. <laughs> What's the uh, martial art? Like- Judo is Judo G- is G- G- Oh wait, I was gonna say Judaism It's a fucking Jewish! No, that's what I was on to say, I was like, it's not that. I <laughs> I was just like, judo! That's what I thought you were gonna say. Like, was it pony or Snowball, sorry? Uh, Snowball? Snowball is studying judo. Oh, Mr. Jones! Karate chopped with my trotter, cat. <laughs> With this little trotter! That wasn't a racist sound, by the way. That was the sound of me throwing. Right. (laughs) That is a visual image. (laughs) Can you imagine that? I'm ready to take my He's got fucking nunchucks. He's got nunchucks. (laughs) Right. Um, so, yeah, he found a Julius Caesar's campaign book and uh, he's been studying it. And, uh, and he was in charge of the defensive operations. He gave his orders quickly. And in a couple of minutes, every animal was at his post. Animals, assemble! <laughs> so as the human beings approached the farm buildings, snowball launched his first attack. All the pigeons, ah! Ah! <laughs> all the pigeons to the number of thirty-five, flew to and fro over the men's heads and muted upon them from mid-air. I think that means shouting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while the men were dealing with this, ah, ah! me eye, Give <laughs> <In> me eye, I <laughs> keep- it my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones, what part of this, Morris, is going to land the years? Oh, shut up, you kid. T- 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 <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> geese who had been hiding behind the hedge rushed out and pecked viciously at the cars of their legs to be fair, scary <sighs> yeah, scary such cheeky goosies mm, be such a goose <laughs> yeah. however, this was only a light skirmishing manoeuvre intended to create a di- little disorder and the men easily drove the geese off with their sticks oh. snowball now launched his second line of attack Muriel. <laughs> <laughs> Muriel Benjamin and all the sheep so two donkeys and the sheep with snowball at the head of them rushed forward and prodded and butted the men from every side while Benjamin turned around and lashed at them with his small hooves yeah. oh. it's, judo, it's it's, it's judo. <laughs> yeah exactly put him up put him up put him up but once again sorry no Benjamin should do boxing oh yeah <laughs> oh Clout you good sir um, uh, But once again The men with their sticks And their hobnailed boots Were too strong for them And suddenly At a squeal uh, from I s- do not believe That a man with a stick Is stronger than a fucking donkey mm. Clout him Clout him good But there's a lot of them um, And their hobnailed boots Were too strong for them And suddenly At a squeal from Snowball <laughs> What does a squealing pig sound like? Yeah Oh that's a good one that's hard to make um, which was the signal for a retreat his, um, headphone use, so oh, yeah, sorry. all the animals turned and fled through the gateway into the yard the men gave a shout of triumph they saw as they imagined their enemies in flight and they rushed after them in disorder This was just what Snowball had intended. Mm. Mm. As soon as they were well inside the yard, the three horses, three cows, and the rest of the pigs, who had been lying in an ambush in the cow shed, suddenly emerged in their rear, cutting them off. Snowball now gave the signal for the charge. Trotters at the ready. (laughs) He himself dashed straight for Joe. Jones saw him coming, raised his gun, and fired. <gasps> the pellets scored bloody streaks along Snowball's back, and a sheep dropped dead. <laughs> Without halting for an instant, Snowball flung his 15 stone against Jones's legs. Oh, that would hurt. Would. Jones was hurled into a pile of dung, and his gun flew out of his hands. But the most terrifying spectacle of all was Boxer, rearing up on his hind God, legs. yeah, that would be scary and striking out with his great iron-shod hooves like a stallion. His very first blow took a stable lad from Foxwood on the skull and stretched him lifeless in the mud. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I'll do it. (laughs) At the sight, several men dropped their sticks and tried to run, panic overtook them and the next moment all the animals together were chasing them round and around the yard they were gored kicked bitten trampled on there was not an animal on the farm that did not take vengeance on them after his own fashion even the cat suddenly leapt off a roof onto a cowman's shoulder yeah, that's what it says a cowman's shoulders and sunk her claws into his neck at which he yelled horribly at a moment yeah, when the o- <laughs> at the o- moment when there used to be a cat somewhere when, um I was working when I was travelling. And it was called Skull Cat. and Because it, it, it was black and white. And it had kind of like skull markings on its face. Cool. Uh, but it had like... golf oh, cat. I'm into it. <laughs> but there was something wrong with it. Like its jaw was really slack. Yeah. And it was like... Aah. But yeah, it would hang out on roofs. And um, it wouldn't like be trying to claw you. But it would just like drop onto your shoulder. And it was really heavy as well. And you'd be so... like... And it, it, it smelled as well. And you'd be like... Oh! Skull car. Hi. <laughs> 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 You're alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, at a moment when the opening was clear, the men were glad enough to rush out of the yard and make a bolt for the main road. So within five minutes of their invasion, they were in <laughs> ignominious, oh yeah, ignominious retreat by the same way as they had come, with a flock of geese hissing after them and pecking at their calves all the way. And Stay out. It's ours. <laughs> so Boxer's murderous now. Yeah. All the men were gone except one. Back in the yard, Boxer was pawing with his hoof at the stable lad who lay face down in the mud, Aww. trying to turn him over. The boy did not stir. He is dead, said Boxer sorrowfully. I had no intention of doing that. Aww. I forgot that I was wearing iron shoes. Aww. Who will believe that I did not do it on purpose? Mm. I mean, no... I mean, I don't think it was just the shoes that killed him, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) No sentimentality, comrade, cried Snowball, from whose wounds the blood was still dripping. War is war. The only good human is a dead one. I have no wish to take life, not even human life, repeated Uh. Boxer, and his eyes were full of tears. Oh, poor Boxer needs a hug. Where's Molly? Where is Molly? (laughs) exclaimed somebody. Why am I so in tune with this book? It's weird, really Matt! I'm scary now! You're like the shittest psychic! Are you psychic with this plot? Like, really can you honest. talk to my dad, her grandma? No. I no, but I can't predict the next line in Animal Farm. It's gonna be much less impressive once we finish it. Yeah. <laughs> Molly, in fact, was missing. No! <laughs> for a mo- oh my god, if humans kill Molly, we'll kill them! <laughs> for a moment, there was a great alarm. It was feared that the men might have harmed her in some way or even carried her off with them. In the end, however, she was found hiding in her stall with her head buried among the hay in the manger. She no. had taken to flight as soon as the gum went off, and when the others came back from looking for her, it was to find that the stable lad, who in fact was only stunned, had already recovered and made off. So, oh. at least The one that um, Boxer thought he killed. Yeah. Yeah, he was just knocked out. Oh, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the animals had now reassembled in the wildest excitement, each recounting his own exploits in the battle at the top of his voice. An impromptu celebration of the victory was held immediately. The flag was run up and Beasts of England was sung a Beasts number of times. England, of England. <laughs> then the sheep who had been killed was given a solemn funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they uh, appoint the sheep that was killed uh, animal hero first class oh no they um they decide they need to like create this kind of title for like really cool animals that do good shit so you've got animal hero first class and that was awarded there and then to snowball and boxer and the dead sheep got second class so i know he died he died you're so rude snowball He literally took a bullet for you you sheep <laughs> he did the sheep was behind snowball and the great great i know he still took the bullet line. <laughs> he, he did, yeah. He died. Don't be such a shit. in first class. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to hurt him. It's going There was much discussion as to what the battle should be called. In the end, it was named the Battle of the Cowshed. Nice. Since that was where the ambush had been sprung. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jones's gun had been found lying in the mud, and it was known that there was a supply of cartridges in the farmhouse. It was decided to set the gun up at the foot of the flagstaff like a piece of artillery, and to fire it twice a year: once on October the twelfth, the anniversary of the Battle of the Cowshed, and once on Midsummer Day, the anniversary of the Rebellion. I don't think Old Major would like you keeping the gun. I don't think he would either. No, I think you'd not want to chuck that in a river. Isn't that one of the commandments? Like, shall not. it's not have a gun it should not no that's that's the american one you're thinking of no that's no that's definitely do have guns do have guns uh no it's just no animal shall kill any other animal okay uh so as winter drew on molly became more and more troublesome she was late for work every morning and excused herself by saying she had overslept and uh, complained of mysterious pains although her appetite was excellent Molly just wants to have a good time. Exactly. Also, Clover takes her to to the side one day. Molly, she said, I have something very serious to say to you. This morning, I saw you looking over the hedge that divides Animal Farm from Foxwood. One of Mr Pilkinson's men was standing on the other side of the hedge, and I... I was a long way away, but I am almost certain I saw this. He was talking to you and you were allowing him to stroke your nose. What does that mean, Molly? He didn't. I wasn't. It isn't true, <laughs> cried Molly. But this one didn't know his nose stroke. <sighs> Beginning to prance about and pull the ground. Molly, look me in the face. Do you give me your word of honour that the man was not stroking your nose? It isn't true, repeated Molly. It isn't true. But she could not look Clover in the face and the next moment she took to her heels and galloped away into the field. No! A thought Poor struck Molly. Clover. Without saying anything to the others, she went to Molly's <clears throat> stool and turned over the straw with her hoof. Hidden under the straw was a little pile of oh, lump sugar and several bunches of ribbon of different colours. Poor Molly! Three days later, Molly disappeared. <gasps> For some weeks, nothing was known of her whereabouts. Then the pigeons reported that they had seen her on the other side of Willingdon. She was between the shafts of a smart dog cart painted red and black, which was standing outside a public house. A fat, red-faced man in check breeches and gaiters, who looked like a publican, was stroking her nose and feeding her with sugar. Her coat was newly clipped, she wore a scarlet ribbon around her forelock, and she appeared to be enjoying herself, so the pigeons said. None of the animals ever mentioned Molly again. Okay, I thought they were going to kill her, and you know we're meant to be on the animal side of communism, but I'm just glad Molly's happy. I think, you know, it's the right to choose, isn't it? It's the right to choose. Yeah. Molly wanted to be a princess. She did. And also, it's the right to choose, but also, she did very well in the human society because she's beautiful. Yeah. And that's a commodity. Whereas if you're the-, the, the, the If they call, you're a boxer. Yeah. You are not having that kind of life. The young squealers, like the pigs and that kind of thing. <laughs> You're not beautiful. You're not going to be treated like that, yeah. like the average one. It's so a very diff- it's very different. I mean, it's, it's a very different experience. Yeah, isn't it? and uh, they're fighting for the good for the many, not the, not the few. Yeah, not the few. So, so it's all right for some, Molly. And you know, you could argue that she should have made the sacrifice for herself for good of the many, but mm. I want Molly to have sugar lumps and ribbons. Yeah, she likes them. She's so pretty. She's a baby. Um, so it goes was- on. Sorry, I think I just vibe with Molly too much. She's too cute and pretty. I'm just like, yeah, Molly, you go get your ribbons. (laughs) I just want ribbons and sugar (laughs) lumps. She just wants simple things. She doesn't understand about politics. Just Give her a ribbon. (laughs) Come on, nice. (laughs) She hid them in her straw. I'll just keep my ribbons here. I don't mind. Molly. She's too cute. I'm just glad. Um, I mean, um, I just was enjoying her being in the story. I'm kind of glad she's out of it. She's just having a good time, doing her own thing, living her own life with ribbons of sugar. It cries over Molly. Darling, what's wrong? You haven't eaten your dinner. i was just thinking about Molly. <laughs> it's Molly. You went on understand. She got her ribbons. Up. She, got, she got her ribbons. She got her. She got her. She got her. She went to sugar candy mountain in her own way. She did. And you know what? It's not perfect. But that's the destiny Molly kind of chose. I respect it, Molly. Yeah, it's what you wanted. You got what you wanted. I like the just like Daddy, a pretty horse has turned up. Okay, I guess this is ours now. <laughs> yeah, we'll love that.
1: Yeah, um,
0: in this, the animals can, can communicate with the humans, so I guess Molly just rocked up like hi. I like ribbons and sugar lumps. I'll pull you. I'm pretty good at pulling them the cart. Yeah, exactly. Can we vibe? And they're like. We can vibe. We can vibe. Would you like to treat my pretty nose? Yeah, yes. exactly. It's soft and velvety. Yeah. I oh. do like horses. So uh, Napoleon and uh, Snowball still continue to be in charge, but they're at loggerheads, as they always are and um, they keep having meetings and just like arguing with each other and then it just breaks down into chaos with like all the animals just kind of bleating four legs good two legs bad all the uh, crucial moments in snowball's speeches and snowball has made a close study of some of the back numbers uh, of the farmer and stock breeder which he found in the farmhouse and it's full and he's full of plans for innovations and improvements And he's talking about installing field drains and silage and basic slags (laughs) and working out a complicated scheme for all the animals to drop their dung directly in the fields at a different spot every day to save the labour of the cartage. Napoleon produces no schemes of his own, but is said, (laughs) but said quietly that snowballs would come to nothing and seem to be biding his time. But all of these controversies, none was so bitter as the one that took place over the windmill. Mm. so probably won't have time to get into it this time but snowball is basically reading a lot of books about machinery and is like we can make a windmill and it will take like i think he says like a year to make yeah, it will be done in a year and once it's all up and running uh, we'll only have to work three days a week and then it will do all the other stuff that we're doing right now. And Napoleon, on the other hand, argues that um, at this point they need to increase food production and not waste labour building a windmill because they've got the winter coming and they need to make sure they've got enough food to survive. That's so valid. And um, (laughs) if they waste all their time on the windmill, they will starve to death. Um, And so (laughs) uh, the animals kind of split. Some are like vote for Snowball and the three-day week, and the other ones are like vote for Napoleon and the full manger in the winter. And Benjamin, the donkey, is the only animal who doesn't side with either of them. And he refuses to believe that the food would become more plentiful or that the windmill would save work. Windmill or no windmill, he said, life would go on as it always had gone. And that is badly. (laughs) What is Benjamin, our dad? <laughs> I know, he is, isn't he? Boxing. Like, yeah. Dividing opinions of just oh, shit. Um, so yeah, they're at... And also, they're at proper logheads. I just kind of feel like there's an in-between. Like, some of you could work on the windmill and some of you could get the harvest or, in. Or, so you could just be like, okay, well, what, it's November now. Yeah, I well, want you to wait till March and we'll build, build, build the windmill in a couple of months. Yeah, we'll get through the winter first. Yeah, it's yeah. like not even that long, like... They've uh, had the battle in October, so it must be like, yeah, November, December. Uh, just, just just park it for a couple months, honestly. And um, How long have you spent arguing about it? it just, oh, it's not even pigs up, it's just uh, men arguing, isn't it? And Napoleon wants them to, like, be training themselves up in case, like, the humans come back and uh, Snowball wants them to be sending out more pigeons to start a rebellion at other farms and just, you know, if they could argue about something, they can. Um, I want to know what happened to Jesse and... Katie, it's getting weird. No, really? Yeah, getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Snowball is giving, like, at the meeting a big speech about um, the windmill and why they should do it. And Napoleon, uh, he finishes his speech, Napoleon stands up to reply. And he just said very quietly that the windmill was nonsense and that he advised nobody to vote for it and promptly sat down again. And he'd barely spoken for 30 seconds after Snowball's done, like, its great big speech and he seems indifferent to the effect that it produces. Snowball's kind of like, fuck you <laughs> to all the sheep are kind of like bleeding like two legs bad four legs good or whatever up until this they kind of been like equally divided but in that moment Snowball's eloquence had carried Ooh. them away so he kind of thinks that uh, yeah, Snowball's got it in the bag and in glowing sentences he painted a picture of Animal Farm as it might be when sordid labels lifted from the animals backs his imagination had now run far beyond chaff cutters and turnip slices electricity he said could operate threshing machines plows harrows rollers and reapers and binders besides supplying every stool with its own electric light, hot and cold water, and an electric heater. By the time he had finished speaking, you may ra- as well have a bed. <laughs> there was no doubt as to which way the vote would go, but just at this moment, Napoleon stood up and casting a peculiar sidelong look at Snowball, uttered a high pitched whimper of a kind no one had ever heard him utter before. At this, there was a terrible baying sound outside, and nine enormous Dogs wearing brass studded collars came bounding into the barn. Mm. They dashed straight for Snowball, who only sprang from his place just in time to escape their snapping jaws. In a moment, he was out of the door and they were after him. Too amazed and frightened to speak, all the animals crowded through the door to watch the chase. Snowball was racing across the long pasture that led to the road. He was running as only a pig can run. (laughs) well yeah obviously (laughs) Okay, Uh, but the dogs were close on his heels suddenly he slipped and it seemed certain that they had him then he was up again running faster and faster than ever then the dogs were gaining on him again one of them ah, all but closed his jaws on Snowball's tail Ah. but Snowball whisked it free just in time then he put on an extra spurt and with a few inches to spare slipped through a hole in the hedge and was seen no more silent and terrified the animals crept back into the barn In a moment, the dogs came bounding back. At first, no one had been able to imagine where these creatures had come from. But the problem was soon solved. They were the puppies whom Napoleon had taken away from their mothers and reared privately. Though not yet fully grown, they were huge dogs and as fierce-looking as wolves. They had kept close to Napoleon. It was noticed that they wagged their tails to him in the same way that other dogs had... in the same way as the other dogs had been used to do to Mr. Jones. Mm. Napoleon, with the dogs following him, now mounted onto the raised portion of the floor where Major had previously stood to deliver his speech, He announced that from now on, the Sunday morning meetings would come to an end. They were unnecessary, he said, and wasted time. In future, all questions relating to the working of the farm would be settled by a special committee of pigs, presided over by himself. These would meet in private and afterwards communicate their decisions to the others. The animals would still assemble on Sunday mornings to salute the flag and sing Beasts of England and receive their orders for the week, but there would be no more debate. Dictator. Honey, that's, that's not in spite of the shock that snowball's expulsion had given them the animals were dismayed by this announcement several of them would have protested that they could have found the right arguments even boxer was vaguely troubled he set his ears back shook his forelock several times and tried hard to marshal his thoughts but in the end he could not think of anything to say some of the pigs themselves however were more articulate Four young porkers, that's what I was trying to say earlier, porkers, not squealers. Four young porkers in the front row uttered shrill squeals of disapproval, and all four of them sprang to their feet and began speaking at once. But suddenly the dogs sitting round Napoleon let out deep menacing growls. (laughs) And the pigs fell silent and sat down again. Then the sheep broke out into a tremendous bleating of four legs good, two legs bad, which went on for nearly a quarter of an hour and put an end to any chance of discussion right afterwards squealer oh my god okay this is what we're going to finish on because this is the fucking cherry on the cake katie afterwards squealer was sent around the farm to explain the new arrangements to the others comrades. he said i trust that every animal here appreciates the sacrifice that comrade napoleon has made in taking this extra labor upon himself do not imagine comrades that leadership is a pleasure on the contrary it is a deep and heavy responsibility No one believes more firmly than comrade Napoleon that all animals are equal. He would only be too happy to let you make your decisions for yourselves. But sometimes you might make the wrong decisions, comrades. And then where would we be? Suppose you had decided to follow Snowball with his moonshine of windmills. Snowball, who as we know was no better than a criminal. You fought bravely at the Battle of the cowshed," said somebody. Bravery is not enough, said Squealer. Loyalty and obedience are more important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're a chump. Mm-hmm. And as to the Battle of the Cow Shed, I believe the time will come and we shall find that Snowball's part in it was much exaggerated. Discipline, comrades, I am disciplined. This is the watchword for today. One false step and our enemies would be upon us. Surely, comrades, you do not want Jones back. Once again, the argument was unanswerable. Certainty that the animals did not want Jones back if the holding of debates on Sunday mornings was liable to bring him back, then the debates must stop. Boxer, who had now had time to think things over, voiced the general feeling by saying, If comrade Napoleon says it, it must be right. And from then on, he adopted the maxim, Napoleon is always right, in addition to his private motto of, I will work harder. And then, basically, the animals are all just working like flat out on the farm and it's worse than uh, uh, Jones's day. Also, they've dug up the skull of Old Major and like it's not got flesh on it anymore and they just like display it now, which is a bit weird. Um, Kill the pig, kill the (laughs) pig. (laughs) I don't know. And uh, on the third Sunday after Snowball's expulsion, the animals were somewhat surprised to hear that Napoleon announced that the windmill was to be built after all. What? Mm -hmm. To do this they would have to be working extra hard and uh, it was actually going to take two years not a year and it might be necessary to reduce their rations. And that evening, Squealer explained privately to the other animals that Napoleon had never in reality been opposed to the windmill. On the contrary, it was he who had advocated it in the beginning and the plan which Snowball had drawn on the floor of the incubator Oh, so um, Snowball's like drawn out like literally like all the um, engineering sketches of how to do it shed had actually been stolen from among Napoleon's papers. The windmill was in fact Napoleon's own creation. Why then, asked somebody, had he spoken so strongly against it? Here, Squealer looked very sly. (laughs) Well, that, he said, was Comrade Napoleon's cunning. He had seemed to oppose the windmill simply as a manoeuvre to get rid of Snowball, who was a dangerous character and a bad influence. Now that Snowball was out of the way, the plan could go forward without interference. This, said Squealer, was something called tactics. He repeated a number of times, tactics, comrades, tactics skipping round and whisking his tail with a merry laugh the animals were not certain what the word meant but squealer spoke so persuasively and the three dogs who happened to be with him growled so threateningly that they accepted his explanation without further questions <gasps> oh tactics of course <laughs> tactics of course don't want james back <laughs> yeah exactly so that's where we're in i'm just I'm just still so happy Molly got out before it all went to hard of shit. Yeah, it's not so nicer anymore. They're all working really hard and it's just a bit shit. I just wish she'd taken Clover and Boxer with her. But they don't want to be in servitude to humans. I thought Boxer didn't mind. I thought he just kind of went with consensus. Yeah. He really vibed Old Major and Old Major didn't vibe humans. So he has he fully embodied animalism. Mm. but beforehand he was very loyal to mr jones you're right he is the the workforce so he's a good boy he's a good boy he i don't want to say he needs a leader because i don't know if he's got like the power and probably like you know in like applying it to humans like the education the energy to put towards like you know rebelling and putting like his own like practices in place Mm. so he needs a framework to for him to thrive in and he's strong that that's that's his power I mean, it's the thing as well, isn't it? Like, no, you don't need to rebel to be happy, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, like we were saying earlier with Molly, yes, there was an argument that if she'd stayed and, you know, fought for the greater good of the many mm. rather than the few because she was privileged in the mm. human society, there was obviously an argument for that. But at the same time, you know, if you, you can live your life for you. Like, you know. Like, yeah. It's my argument with capitalism, like... I was not put here to work five days a week for someone else. <laughs> Literally. Which is the crux of anabolism. Yeah. Uh. It's so valid of them. <laughs> so valid. Well, guys, that's the end of this episode and we'll be back next time when... When I'll do more <gasps> creepy predictions, apparently. Hopefully. And... The scene I think mum was talking about. Did you mention that when we were recording? Oh no, I I think so, yeah. My um so yeah, I went to go on to my parents um recently and my mum was like, Oh yes, I remember seeing Animal Farm, like the, the film version when I was young, and my mother was very like I wasn't sure if I should watch it because there's that scene with the pigs and then stopped and I was like, no, 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 we shouldn't have spoilers And mm. she's like, Oh yes, I'll talk to you about it later. So I think we might get on to that scene next time. Yeah. Oh, I was going to tell you what my prediction is of what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that would have been really fucking accurate. <laughs> I have a feeling Boxer dies. <gasps> I think the pigs kill Boxer at some point. <gasps> so, which makes me think, but Boxer's a good boy. He's it's being a, good a faithful boy. good boy. Napoleon so what- is always right. Yeah. So what could Boxer do? But then, this is pure speculation, but you know, I've been writing this for this long, so. Yeah. I'm scared of Boxer. <gasps> I guess we shall see. Yeah. Maybe next time see you next week lads if you like what you've heard check us out on the socials and patreon and tune in next time to see if katie can get more of her weird predictions right (laughs) freakishly accurate predictions on the next page (laughs) see you next time bye for fuck's sake bye